Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. All right, we are here in Charlottesville for the 2023 NCAA Cross Country Championships. Chris Chavez with Isaac Wood. Let's break down this men's individual title race, which is maybe the most wide open in recent years. Yeah. It's, we don't have an Ed Cheserek type figure who you can immediately say, all right, that's the favorite. No Kennedy Kathuka, no Lowie Lalang. I know I'm Nance. dating myself yeah. to the YouTube audience, right. but this year there's a ton of names in contention. Let's focus on maybe the top five heavy hitters. So who are you putting into that category, Isaac? Yeah, I mean, Kai Robinson, of course, wins the 5 and 10 outdoors. You're going to be in, in that conversation. Graham Blank's undefeated all year. Um, one nutty. You got to look at Graham. You got to look at Hapton Samuel from New Mexico, who's, who's got the best track tops of anyone in, in the NCAA and has run out of world cross champs. Um, uh, you got to look at Nico Young, who is the leader of, of, you know, of, my, of my pick to win. Um, and, uh, and then on top of Nico... Um, there's there's a mix of others uh, that you could consider. Um, Kip Ropperteri out from Alabama um, would be two others that I would kind of put into that conversation. All right, so a course like this, it's going to be warm. Does this honestly favor the likes of Hapton Samuel? Remember <laughs> earlier in the season and on the podcast, we joke, can Hapton Samuel run in the cold? Well, guess what? That's not going to be the case here. So for him, someone who has thrived, at World Cross Country Championships, this course probably maybe a little bit easier than the one out yeah. in Australia. Right. How are you sizing up his chances? Yeah, I do, I do like his chances here. It's going to be a warmer day. This is a, more of a true cross country course than we typically see. Out, I mean, Oklahoma State's last year was definitely one as well. Footing's not quite as easy. It's going to be a little more of a difficult challenge for, in terms of that too. I just, I just don't know how much of a rhythm you can get to, into here. I think there's parts that, that have some rhythm elements to it, but then there's going to be some up and down to it so this is a course that will favor him now the question is you know can he well how does he do it like Experience. how what, like yeah he's never been at the ncaa it's not world so maybe worlds is a bigger stage but this ncaa has a different unique feel to it there's eight thousand people that are going to be here there's nowhere to park right you, there, <laughs> it's it's impossible to get in here um and, and sold it's out. Sold, it's sold out because <laughs> we just drove in here. It's impossible. Like we get it now, right? Um, and so I think that you know how how does he handle that level of of pressure, and how does he how does he have to run to win the race? Well, how does he have to run? He has to run from the, he has to win it from the gun. He has to just say, I've got the best speed. I've got the best fitness. I've got the best you know um, overall body of work in my in my life up to this point. So I'm gonna go at it from the gun. I'm gonna go 2.30 for the first 1K, and I'm gonna see who can hang with me. That's how Haptim Samuel has to do it to win this thing. I mean, we just picked up on it. The first mile is gonna be quick. Yeah. How, does that thin out the, the lead pack right from the get-go? It will. I, th I, think, I, think, I think a bunch of those dudes will go out and just hammer this thing and just see who can what, hang. What, 4.30? I, I could see 4.20. Faster, 420. I could see 4.20. I could see 4.15. I could see, I mean, it's, <laughs> no, it's sub fast. four though. <laughs> I'm not, we're not saying sub four because that would just mean that the, that the mile mark was wrong. But, um, but I hey, do, it's cross I, country. <laughs> exactly right. Cross country times don't matter, right? But I do think that you have to, you have to think that if you're a you have to get out and hammer it.
Who goes with him? I mean, all those heavy hitters we mentioned. I think Kippen Gedditch and Moosehoff from Oklahoma State will go with him. I think, um, I think Patrick Kripop of Arkansas goes with him. I think Chariot and Kiprop from Alabama will go with him. I think, I think the, there will be guys like Nico and Graham who will maybe hang back and just be a little more patient. I think that's Graham ran Nutty come a little bit like that. Like he kind of came his worked his way through. He wasn't out of it. And you have to be able to listen to your instincts of, okay, how far is so far out that I can't catch them? Or how far is close enough that I feel confident I can get them? And that's just gonna be a, a mid-race decision that some of those guys are gonna have to gonna have to do in order to see if they can actually, you know, make the moves necessary in the middle of the race to come and get somebody. Because all we, we joke about it being fast and you know going out from the gun and whatever, but it's a 10K. Like, AK, you know, it's just, you're looking at, you know, six minutes less of running, right? Or, or maybe more like 545 less of running up, up front. So it's, 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 it's much more time, much more, uh, you're going to have to just really be fitter in order to handle a 10K. And so we'll have to see what training has looked like for some of these, for some of these guys as well. Um, are they prepared for 10K? You would think that they will be, but that, that will play a role, I think, for, for, that, for what I think is that chase group. All right, so you said you're leaning towards Nico Young. Yeah, I like Nico. He's kind of had this thing where it's like the monkey has been on his back, I know, right? Coming to these championships. Some of these people in our Instagram comment section are savages and ruthless when it comes to just like debating, you know, who's going <laughs> to win this race. And, and Nico got, got the, the brunt of some of that. But I guess like for him, he's, he's I guess like it's a championship. You can't say someone's yeah. due. No one's owed a championship, no. but he's got the experience. Why are you feeling the way that you are? Yeah, I, I, you know, there is a certain level of um, uh, dr drama involved in these races and a certain level of these narratives and storylines that I think just, that are just, they, they write themselves by what I think occurs in these races for some of these athletes who've been in it for a long time and do feel like they're due. I think Nico Young is due. Does that mean, obviously, that, that it's a guarantee? No, it doesn't. But I think there's a certain level of hunger and grit that you have to have when things get tough in this race because it gets tough for everyone at some point. Some people it's a case, some people it's 9,800 meters in, I don't know. But there's a certain level of toughness that you have to be able to you find within yourself a certain level of purpose, um, a high, running for some sort of higher purpose that you have to find within yourself to really dig deep and get it, and have a chance to win and run well. I think there's no one more motivated than Nico Young. Are, are people sleeping on Kai Robinson a little bit because it's sort of he hasn't had the flashiest season so yeah. far. Uh, he he didn't come away with the win. He was close at Nuttycomb. But we're forgetting this guy won the 5K and the 10K at the Outdoor Championship. Well, and he had a long summer as well. So. I, I look. I, I think we can get excited about Nutty Comb. I think that's Grand Blanks deserves all the credit he's getting for being a guy who should be a favorite. But does how you look in, at Nutty Comb on October 14th really matter? It does a little because you want to see how someone races, how competitive they are, how gritty they are. But man, it's been it's been a month since yeah. then a month a month of time to, to to gain even more fitness and look and the trajectory that i think kai is on i think he's going to be he's going to be more ready and more fit than he, than he was a month ago and and i think that he was in a bit of a deficit compared to everyone else based on just where i think his season started and where his training was long at that point i you know i've been high on uh grand blanks since before nutty comb right didn't have to try all that hard to win the ivy league championship regionals at vcp took care of business while wearing trainers <laughs> uh, he's had i guess an easier path to this championships what's the case for grand blanks 
Yeah, I, I, I think, I don't know if, if an easier path is maybe the right way to put that because I think he did have to win Nutty. Um, but the last two races he's run, he was able to control it and he didn't have to feel a lot of pressure. You don't front. see him in that position this time around. Like he's not going to control, he's not gonna control this thing. Not no. with the, no. Not enough. No, he, he, he's going to have to be fifth through 10th and just be patient on those guys who are going to hit it from the gun because it's hot. And I think people are going to be feeling themselves early. He's from Georgia. Yeah, he's from Georgia. And I'm not saying he can't handle that, but maybe his adaptation to heat and humidity might have gone down a little bit, having lived um, in, in, uh, in Boston, in, in, Boston in, in Massachusetts for the last several years. So, um, But I think he has to be, he, like I said earlier, he just has to trust his instincts of, okay, how far out are these guys from me? What do I think I can handle? And he's got to listen to Gibby. Gibby's going to be on the course telling him what to do. He's an experienced coach. He knows how to get it done. He's helped his athletes prepare to run, to run really well when it matters. He's getting, he needs to be able to find Gibby and listen to him and help him let, make, get an idea of, okay, how many seconds back am I from these guys? Can I handle a 10-second lead? Nope. Okay, maybe I need to, maybe I need to put, throw in a little surge here for the next 400 meters to kind of tighten that thing up to maybe four or five seconds, those kind of things. So, All right. Prediction time? Let's go three, top three then. Yeah. It's hard to keep track of that. <laughs> yeah, it is. There's a lot of dudes. All right. There's a lot of dudes. Who do you have in third? Um, it's funny. When you talk it out like this, yeah. it changes you, you, your mind. You, yeah. know? you like reconvince yourself. I, I, I think I'll go Nico three. Okay. I think I'll what go. What just changed two minutes ago? You I, I really like Kai. I convinced myself that Kai Robinson is him. <laughs> so I just spoiled that. So I'm going to go Nico three. I like Captain Samuel yeah. second. And then I'm going to go Kai for the win. Ah, uh, see, I disagree with with these. I'm going. Good. I'm glad you do. I'm gonna go. Kai three, Nico two, and I'm sticking with my guns. Grand blanks. All right, let's one. go, baby. I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. There you have it. That is the men's individual title predictions from both Isaac and myself. The best way to enjoy that race, which you can watch on ESPN U, is to literally pick any of those five guys and you've got a horse in the fight. So that's how I encourage people to watch that race in particular. It's gonna be electric. So tune in on ESPNU and someone is gonna be right. Someone's gonna, be, or we might be totally <laughs> wrong. <laughs>